Welcome in to the first post-game live stream of the year. And situated here, uh, I, I think I might be uh, unprepared as uh, the Chiefs were in that final minute there. Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, thank God that's a regular, not a not a regular season game. No, uh, there would be hell to pay if that was a regular season game. Look, I don't know who was responsible for that sequence of events uh, late in the game, but my God, that was not good whatsoever. But nonetheless, uh, we are here. Uh, let me just, hold on, let me post this. There we go. Okay, you should see, uh, you should see a uh, comment. I'm gonna pin the comment. If I can, yes, there we go. Awesome. Uh, I want to hear from you guys. You guys can call in to the uh, to the post game live stream. Man, um, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, very unfortunate for some of those guys looking to close the game. And I think uh, Trent Green and Ari Wolf were kind of joking around. I think whoever was the ball carrier late, um, they were uh, oh, they almost fumbled it. And you think the Chiefs would try to? be better about that um but listen again it's it's the preseason but andy reed has had those moments where you know you're getting way too cute and you you make mistakes like that um that has happened in the past yeah i know it's the preseason but andy reed has made those those calls before and that's hurt the team okay if you guys see the uh comment um let me see if i can do it again you guys should see a uh, link I just posted in the comment section. I want you guys to call in. Uh, this is our first time doing a post-game live stream like this. So hopefully you guys will be able to um, to be able to call in here. Hopefully that works. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, obviously, there's a lot to get into, beginning, middle, and end. Some good, some bad, a lot of things to get into here. Obviously, it is just a preseason, but... I let me just say this because there are a lot of reactions out there, overreactions, you know, uh, many simple reactions. Here's my thing if the Chiefs did close out with a win, if the ones played great, I think we'd all be, uh, we'd all be celebrating somewhat to an extent. We wouldn't be acting like it's the, uh, it's a Super Bowl or anything, but we certainly would be, um, would be, uh, we'd be praising this team right now, right? Uh, so I always like to bring the energy, good and bad, but also, you know, keep it calm. Um, I'm going to try to see if we can hear from the, uh, press conference, uh, when it is time, uh, because I definitely want to hear about that final, uh, sequence of events. Holy shit. That was pretty bad. Um, yeah, D Derek Carr finally beat us. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that. Uh, okay. So a couple of players that really shine to me. Um, well, let me, let me start off with this. Cause some of the players that I talked about before the game, uh, I mentioned Justin Ross and Danny Shelton. Danny Shelton got involved with the uh, with the defense quite a bit. I thought that was very encouraging. I like seeing that. Um, Justin Ross had, uh, had had quite a good game today. Uh, something to keep in mind: this is his first time playing a football game in 638 days, almost 21 months since he last played a football game, 
And he played a pretty good game, obviously got involved with the offense early on. Uh, once the backup started to get involved and uh, help the chiefs uh, get a touchdown at one point, um, I'm trying to get his uh, stat line here. Two catches, 29 yards. Nico Remigio uh, was the uh, leading receiver uh, with 71 yards, had four receptions. Richie James had 42, or excuse me, 44 yards off two catches, uh, including a touchdown. Cornell Powell, uh, this is someone who's only played a couple of games for the Chiefs. Uh, he's been, dra- I think he got drafted in 2021. He's had 42 yards. Uh, he had 42 yards off three catches in this one. All right. I want to hear from you guys. If you haven't done so already, I'll post the link again. Um, comment below. And yeah, there we go. We have the uh, links posted both on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, let me know your guys' thoughts on this game. How do you guys feel? Good? Bad? Uh, if you guys want to overreact, hey, I welcome that. Uh, let's go to Michael. Michael, you're on the live stream. What's up, Michael? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's on your mind? Uh, I thought it was a pretty good game. I just some of the like some of the plays, like you said, like that screen call, and I think they should have ran it. But <laughs> you know, it's preseason, and they're trying to figure out stuff. And but yeah. I just don't. Yeah, yeah. I just, my uh, my yeah. thing is, you know, you you don't you don't want these things to happen in the regular season. So I guess, yeah, better now than later. My only, my only concern is, listen, we've, we have seen that with Andy Reid in the past where he's gotten too cute with the play calling when the game's on the line and it leads to things like this. Um, yeah. So hopefully everyone can learn from that. Yeah. I, I like what a lot of the receivers did today. It's what I was looking for. And the, then that third quarter, is- uh, oh. Remigio, he did pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, and I was looking for played really good in the third quarter too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they, they did they got off to a 17 nothing start and Michael, I appreciate the call. I'm going to let you go. Um I appreciate uh, you calling in. If you guys want to call in, click on the link. I I do have the pinned comment on the Facebook page. Most of our listeners are on the um are on the Facebook page. So call it. Yeah, they got off to that 17 nothing start. Um you know, Chiefs ones were out there allowing a couple of scores. Uh, but once the backups got in there, uh, Chiefs were able to slow things down a little bit. Obviously, you got some things to figure out with the ones. Uh, I know some talk about Chris Jones was happening during the first quarter. Did, 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 did he have a good day today just based on how the Chiefs defense was struggling? Because they had a hard time regardless if it was uh, Derek Carr, James, uh, Hainer, Winston, whoever threw that second touchdown. I think it was Winston. Uh, so the Chiefs defense not really the best look from them. So hopefully uh, they can uh, they can do better. Austin, I see you're on here. What's up, Austin? Yeah, what's, what's up, man? Good. What's on your mind? Um, so that tight end sneak. Yeah, I think they call. I think they called it just because you know it's preseason. What do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this, I, I got a lot of responses from this because of my comments here. Listen, yeah. I think they telegraphed that because the, the Chiefs have ran that play a lot, where Mahomes is pretending like he's getting a signal from the from the sidelines, when in reality 
whoever's in front of him, uh, which was Blake Bella at that point, is actually snapping the ball and trying to go for that sneak. I, I, listen, there's this thing called game film. There's this thing called studying game film. And I think teams have done that plenty. And teams have kind of caught up with the Chiefs. No one's getting fooled by that right. anymore. Um, listen, right. I know a lot of people talk about the quarterback sneak from years ago. That was one weird freak accident, which he already had injuries that week. Listen, uh, Mahomes is bigger than most quarterbacks out there. I think he can go out there and run a sneak. The odds of getting injured on a quarterback sneak are incredibly low. Right, right. What do you think? Did you watch the Kelsey podcast where he said he's 95% one kneecap short of being <laughs> a prolific QB sneaker? <laughs> um, no, I did not hear that. Um, but but Kelsey, yeah, you gotta he, watch he, that, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, try to look for that. I, I I don't get a chance to listen to a lot of podcasts from start to finish because a lot of them are long. But I'll try to tune into the clips for that show. But yeah, I, I, I mean, listen, he played quarterback in high school, so uh, right. he's 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 taking some snaps for the Chiefs as well. So uh, yeah, uh, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe he gets a QB sneak one day. All righty, man. Well, I appreciate you, man. Okay. Awesome. Austin. I appreciate it. You take care. All right. Uh, you guys should get the links, um, on top. So if you guys want to call in, do so we're doing our call in show a little bit differently this year. And, um, like I said, we're doing a lot of things different this time around. So let me know your thoughts. Otherwise I'll read some comments here. Uh, got a lot of comments already. A lot of people responding to, um, to that final sequence of events there. Eric says, even if someone called that QB should have chose to run whatever he thought was best. Well, it kind of depends on how your offense operates. You got to go with what your coaches are calling. And listen, all this talk about who really calls plays, Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reid. Well, now it's uh, between uh, Andy Reid and um, Matt Nagy. I mean, who's to blame for that one? Because I guarantee you, if something like that happened last year, a lot of people would point the finger at Eric Bieniemy. I mentioned this already in a podcast. Um uh, for whatever weird reason, Eric Bieniemy got blamed anytime the offense was struggling. Um, if something like that happens, who do people point the finger at? A lot of people don't want to blame. Uh, a lot of people don't want to blame. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, Andy Reid. Let me uh, post the link one more time if you guys want to call in. Uh, for those of you uh, who are tuning in a little late, call into the live uh, live stream. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are saying horrible uh, call in the end there. I mean, the preseason doesn't mean a thing, especially uh, the people saying the fourth quarter, but that's just embarrassing. Yeah, see, that. It, it, listen, the only thing that matters from that final sequence of events is that play call right there. Listen, no one cares who was involved in that situ situation. Now, uh, could, um, and what's the uh, quarterback's name? Oladokun, could he have maybe been smarter with that and not throw it at that moment possibly but um i think the play call in general was just bad you know why not run it maybe you don't get a first down but you can at least chew up a lot of clock there and you would force the saints to pretty much uh go for these miracle passes in the end all right uh let's go back to uh some of your guys calls courtney i see you're on here what's up courtney hey not much what's on your mind um, I was a little bummed because I thought we were actually going to pull off a win for a preseason, which is unlike us normally in the last yeah. few years. <laughs> but the quarterbacks, really, all of them really kind of impressed me. Yeah. I was sad about Henny leaving, so that yeah. was my worry. Yeah, which one impressed you the most? 
I mean, really, all of them kind of had their own thing. I just wish it would have ended in a better result. But, you know, like we need another one that anything is possible. So we need to find that that one that we can rely on, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else you wanted to say? Not much. Just it was great to watch them be on the field again. All right. Yeah. Good. Chiefs football's back. Hopefully a little bit better next week, but we'll see. Appreciate you calling yep. in, Courtney. Um, oh, I cut her off there, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. The quarterbacks didn't do too terrible. Um, listen, keep in mind, these are backups. Uh, Blaine Gabbard, I know things have not panned out well the way he would like uh, for it to have gone in his career. And I know a lot of people, a lot of Chiefs fans probably were in support of him because he went to Mizzou not too far from here. Obviously, a strong contingency of Mizzou fans. Uh, Shane Buchel, you know, some good, some bad in that one. Obviously, that touchdown pass to Nico Remigia was really good where he was dancing around, making players miss, and came away with that big score right there. So that was really good. Uh, Oladokun had a really nice run at one point. Uh, how many, how far did he run for that one? I think it was 30 yards. Yeah. So that was good to see as well, uh, seeing our quarterbacks uh, get involved like that. So, uh uh, but, but in general, you want obviously, you know, you you don't care to see those guys too much. But you know, if anything happens with Mahomes, you want to see uh, someone be a, be a reliable backup. And Blaine Gabbard is right now uh, set to be the guy. Saints acted like they won the Super Bowl. Right, well, listen, those guys on the field late in the game. I mean, those are those are guys that are fighting for a spot. So yeah, you know, I get what you're saying, Luis. Uh, but this kind of is a pre, uh, like a Super Bowl for a lot of these guys. Some of these guys might not play football ever again. Some of these guys, they just maybe got closer to earning themselves a spot on the team. So yeah, yeah you know, I don't blame players for celebrating in the end. I don't know if that's what you're referring to or, or if you're referring to the fan base. Um, but yeah, uh, they have Derek Carr. They don't have a lot to cheer for. Let them have that rich set. You know, what's funny. Um, Drew Brees, who was on the saints broadcast. He said that now Derek Carr has wide receivers to work with. Really? Like did Derek Carr not have Devonte Adams and Hunter Renfro, uh, I mean, who else? I mean, the, the Raiders had some good pass catchers last year, not just a wide receiver too. Obviously Darren Waller. I know he's dealt with some injuries. Josh Jacobs, uh, who led the NFL in rushing last year. It's not like Derek Carr had nothing to work with last year. I mean, come on. Um, it, like the guy had nine years to start in, in um, and and I was gonna say in Vegas, but they weren't all in Vegas. You get the idea. He had nine seasons with the Raiders. You got to be better than that. Um, if you guys, uh, okay, let me just. There we go. Okay, if you guys want to join in on the live stream, click the link. I should have the uh, comment pinned to the top or on the bottom. I don't know how how that works, uh, but you guys can weigh in. Uh, I'm gonna see if we can. It looks like we're getting an injury update here. Nick Jones fractured a couple of fingers. Oh, that's not good. And Anthony Witherstone left today's game early with some injuries, according to Andy Reid. So I guess he's got the press conference going already. So we're, we may not hear that live. I don't know if that's not being carried live, but um, not, not not too big of a deal. We can still continue on. Um, yeah, I don't know uh, it, it, what you do in that situation. Like the, the whole play call is just bad. Just bad. Uh, preseason don't matter, but the players who make a Nathaniel Hackett decision don't stay. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's a good point, Eric. 
Uh, Austin says they will never show the whole playbook. That's why we saw the tight end sneak. Listen, I, look, I, and I can understand that. Like, if you want to surprise teams and sneak with Mahomes, sure. But that tight end sneak, man, I think the Chiefs have exhausted that trick play. I remember the very first time the Chiefs ran that. I don't remember exactly when that was, but it was like, whoa, didn't see that coming. It totally caught the defense off guard. Um, and I think it was Blake Bell who maybe ran that. I know last year when Blake Bell was hurt, I think Jody Fortson or Noah Gray uh, got involved and did some of those tight end sneaks. But, I, you know, teams have kind of figured it out now. So that trick doesn't really work as much. Um, if the Chiefs have something new for the regular season, like that's fine. I don't want, you know, I don't want them to pull, pull pulling out all these trick plays in the preseason, but uh, at least... Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe part of it is, okay, we haven't seen the team since February. We wanted to see something from the starters, and we really didn't get anything from them. So that's part of it. That's the emotional part of uh, being a a fan. Uh, Ashley says, dumb call, but the QB should have seen the uh, play was busted and not throw the ball. See, that's kind of what I was wondering, Ashley. I kind of said the same thing. Is it possible that um, he just didn't? He just went with it either way. I, I don't know. Um, listen, on screenplays, you got to be quick because you have offensive linemen leaving their normal areas and they're trying to uh, move to the right position to block for the screenplay. Um, so when you're a quarterback, y- you got to do something in that situation. Um, maybe even just take a knee right there. Um, and maybe if you get tackled after the knee, you can draw a flag and that's a first down and a game over right there. So I don't know. That was uh, that was pretty bad. Let me uh, post a link one more time. Call into the show. There we go. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are seeing it. Uh, we've had a couple of people call it. It feels like every time I comment with the link, people call into the live stream. So I'm gonna try to do that one more time. It'd be nice if it uh, if it would send. Uh, Gary says Andy Reid is a DA. Okay, Mahomes has carried Reed bad play calling for years. Listen, I, I've been very critical about Andy Reed for this same thing. Um, uh, uh, look, I, I, I think Chiefs fans in general have a love-hate relationship with Andy Reed and certain play calls like that. Again, thank God today was a preseason game because if it was a regular season game, <sighs> oh boy, I don't know. Um, people would not be, uh, people would not be happy about that. Um, there would be a lot of, uh, a lot of people upset. This is what I said, Dave, this is what I said before the game. Cause Bleacher Report sends all these notifications 15 minutes before a game. And they're showing you the money line. Um, like who bets on that? These are guys who, you know, a lot of them don't know one another very well. Yeah, sure. They practice in the off season, in OTAs and training camp, but it's not like they really have that chemistry down. Uh, I, I could never imagine betting on a preseason game, but there are some serious betters who do that kind of thing. The relax its preseason perspective is a loser mindset when the play calling was such garbage to close out the game. Yeah, no, I agree with this. And again, you know, so you, we can say it's preseason all we want. I'm, I'm not going to hit the panic button because it is a preseason game, but we have seen Andy Reid get a little maybe too creative is that you know maybe too cute however you want to say it um we've seen this before with Andy Reid and I've been very critical about Andy Reid for that same thing listen we've we've obviously had a couple of big Super Bowl wins we've also had 
Uh, I say big Super Bowl wins, like like there's such thing as a little Super Bowl win. Um, but we've also had some very heartbreaking uh, losses too, where we've blown big leads, like against the Colts, against the Titans, against the Bengals. Um, and you know it doesn't matter if it's Mahomes or Alex Smith. Andy Reid's been the head coach, and I've always blamed him for that. Uh, now, I, I think with Andy Reid's legacy and the struggles he's had in the playoffs in the past, he's been able to overshadow that with these two Super Bowl wins. Uh, but hopefully what happened today does not happen in the regular season. Sure as hell better not happen in a playoff game because, you know, even being the reigning champs, if that happens in a playoff game this year, there are going to be some people calling for him to either retire or get fired. Um let, let me let me put it like this like Andy Reid can get away with a lot right if uh if that was Todd Haley or Romeo Cornell or Herm Edwards who made that call man I think the uh the reactions would be a lot worse now than uh than usual um those are just my thoughts on on that whole thing uh let me see if um if there are any Andy Reid comments for today doesn't appear to be the case uh so far to talk about that um to talk about that final sequence of events we'll we'll keep an eye and see if anyone in the media puts out a tweet uh, about that my thoughts when you're trying to run the clock down for the win don't throw the ball see this is my thing again i think you know part of that whole being too cute maybe being over creative with uh with that whole thing um why not just run it hopefully you protect the ball and in, in the process, the worst case scenario will be you don't get a first down. You let time go to about, what, 40-some-odd seconds, maybe 30-some-odd seconds. And at that point, you punt the ball back. And the Saints are going to be relying on a lot of miracles because I don't think they had a timeout. Yeah, no, they had no timeouts at that point. Sherry says, rough start, but the momentum picked up, and they did okay. Unnecessary drop catches. Yeah, Rasheed Rice had one. I know some people were mentioning that at halftime. Uh, a few of our boys had a real good jump at review drives. Yeah. Um, I mentioned Justin Ross. I'll say this again for maybe people who did not uh, tune in earlier in the live stream. Justin Ross had his first football game in 638 days, very close to 21 months, has not played a game in so long. And he got to enjoy this game with a, uh, with a touchdown. So that was good. Um, I just hope that uh, I, you know, there are a lot of wide receivers on this team. So we'll see what the Chiefs decide to do um, with their wide receivers, how many they carry, six or seven. Uh, obviously, you don't have a fullback, so maybe you can adjust and see what you do. Maybe you have an extra offensive lineman or an extra running back or an extra tight end. Uh, the Chiefs have some options there, and it all depends on how these players do in the next couple of weeks before it's time to trim the roster from 90 to 53 uh rich says how did the kit from k-state do there there are two of them but i think a lot of people may, mainly care about fau they don't really i don't even know how, how many snaps he played i know some people in the media were putting out snaps uh bear with me one minute let me see if i can find it fau played 33 snaps according to adam teicher um i don't know what his source is on that uh maybe espn is um doing their own tracker I know uh, PFF comes out with their list usually the day before, but FAU played more snaps than anyone on the defensive line. Uh, did anyone notice FAU in this game? Uh, Ruth says we lost the first preseason game last year. To me, they are trying to find out 
who will be on the roster and the final score did not really matter. Listen, I've always said, uh, you know, these the, the games don't matter, but I think some of the performances matter. Um, and listen, I think the, the whole sequence in the end, you know, there are a lot of people that probably bear the responsibility for that. Gary says you pass on third and eight with a backup quarterback. Great calling. Andy Patrick couldn't bail you out. Oh, man, Gary, Gary's all over. Andy Reid on this one. I think I, Gary's. We've had some. We had some hot takes during the pregame live stream. There are a lot of people who are uh, who are on fire tonight with their uh, with their. Uh, I say tonight, but you get the idea. Why not, Jimmy? I mean, what's the what's going to happen? It's, I mean, Mahomes has not made a glass. I mean, qu- quarterbacks have ran QB sneaks before. I mean, you watch football party just as much as me. Uh, Buchel should get the number two guy. Gabbard played like garbage. Um, in this game, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm ready for Buchel to be the number two. Buchel has been around for a little bit, but it's not like this guy has. Uh, I, I don't know. Listen, we're talking about the number two spot. I don't think Buchel looked great either. Yeah, he played more, so therefore his stats were a little bit better. But in general, I don't think he did anything. Like the the the, the whole like running around and finding Nico Remigio that was pretty cool. But in general, I you know I, I don't I don't think Buchel did anything fascinating when you look at his overall body of work. Not worried. I'm actually excited at the potential. Okay. Yeah. Some people feel that way as well. Um, should we be worried about Matt Nagy as the OCO? Yeah. I mean, are we going there? Listen, I'll, I'll say this. I don't know how many of you guys are being sarcastic. I see, I see, I see Nick right here. You know, I, I know Nick, Nick's been around a, a long time do, uh, doing these uh, post game live streams on here. I know Nick's being sarcastic, but some of you guys are in your faces, which is great. I, I appreciate you guys joining us, by the way. Um, remember that fourth down pass to Mahomes, a fourth down pass to Mahomes. Uh, I'm struggling to think of a, 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 when, when did the chiefs ever throw a fourth down pass to Mahomes? Huh? Can't think of that right now. Uh, David says should have ran it, then punted to give the Oh, should have ran it and then punted. Okay. To give the Saints less time. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier, David. No, I agree. Mary says the newbies just have to learn through mistakes, live and learn. Yeah, that's 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 part of it. Uh, what does Buchel need to do to be a backup? He looked pretty good. Yeah, it, it kind of what I, I know. I'm just getting to your comment now, Gwen. So you, you've asked this a while ago, but kind of what I was saying. I, I think you know. Uh, and, and keep something in mind. If, if we want to talk about the number two quarterback spot, we got a couple of games left. Obviously, um, these roster spots are not going to be determined with just one preseason game. Uh, but I think Buchel, you know, part of the reason why his stats were better was because he played a lot more. He he had more opportunities. Blaine Gabbert threw eight passes. Buchel threw 18. So, yeah, if you have uh, 10 more passes in a preseason game, I would expect you to have more opportunities well he obviously had more completions far more yards uh one more touchdown than gabbard so he also had the interception uh, also had a couple of questionable passes at one point as well so um again i i know the highlight of this game is probably buchel uh running around uh dodging defenders and finding remigio but i think you know overall body of work you got to think about that as well too uh mikael says we played like crap or we play like that every preseason nothing too fancy yeah 
again, and I, I agree with the earlier comment. You don't, you know, reveal your entire playbook, but you know, I, I think a lot of us just wanted to see something, right? Uh, especially with the ones. Oh, you guys are talking about the uh, the Kelsey comment. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to to those comments right now. Uh, let's see here. In recent history, who was the last person you can think of that got injured on a quarterback sneak? I, I mean, who is in general? When have you ever seen a quarterback get injured on a, on a quarterback sneak? Okay, you had Patrick Mahomes in a week when in a season where he was already dealing with injuries. Uh, but if he wasn't, I'd like to think he probably would have gotten out of that one just fine. Um, I mean, why wouldn't you, Kevin? Why wouldn't you? Like, what's going to happen to Patrick Mahomes? Like, the, the, the odds of you getting injured uh, by uh, having a foul ball hit you in the face is much. By the way, let me just say something. For people who are, who are saying, oh, why would you run a quarterback sneak? On the play before the tight end sneak, Patrick Mahomes tried to run for a first down. Now, whether that was by design or not doesn't matter. The fact is, he was out there trying to run. Listen, Mahomes could get stacked in the backfield uh, and take a really hard hit in a preseason game. Um, you know, him running for a first down, there's a lot that can happen in that situation as well. Um, a quarterback sneak is probably one of the more harmless things that could happen. Uh, in terms of like an injury, How, uh, the kind of again what Dylan was saying in the history of this sport, and this is what I was saying, and no one gave me an answer. A lot of people criticized me for my comments, but nobody gave me an answer. How many quarterbacks in the history of the sport, college, NFL, whatever, have you seen quarterbacks get hurt on a quarterback sneak? Only one I can think of. One freak accident out of a million attempted quarterback sneaks in the history of the sport. Come on. Some of you guys just need to, you know, not be too concerned. Like, listen, this is a violent sport. Patrick Mahomes is bigger and tougher than probably all of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, seriously, come on. Let's not act like he's a wimp. <laughs> uh, how hard was it for Chris Jones to sit on the couch and watch his championship team playing? Yeah. How many of you guys think Chris Jones watched the game? Um, Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. But. <laughs> Part of me wonders, like, I, I, what if he just wasn't watching at all? Yeah, you know, he just went somewhere else or just hung out with friends, family. Uh, but I will say that starting defense did not look good. Uh, certainly made a case for Chris Jones. I guarantee you the Cats brothers are calling Brett Veach and said, hey, want to talk about those two drives? Uh, let's see. David says they're probably going to run here. Oh, wait, they're going to throw. Okay, all right. Uh, I appreciate Matt Nagy. He is very good for progressing Patty last year. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think Matt Nagy really proved how valuable. Listen, when he was in Chicago, the the Bears, didn't the Bears win the division and he won coach of the year? Mitchell Trubisky was voted as a pro bowler. And look, you guys know my thoughts on the pro bowl. It's, it's not what it used to be. It is a really weird popularity contest. And I say the same for all the sports, all-star game voting uh, deals. It, it's just... It's not a reasonable way to determine if a player is good or not. Like Orlando Brown's been to four Pro Bowls. Well, if if you're such a great player, if you're a four-time Pro Bowler, why are you playing for your third team in four or five years, whatever it is? Um, just makes no sense. Uh, okay. 
Let's see. Uh, we'll read a few more here. Not sure who the Chiefs turned into in the fourth. Uh, I mean, they held the lead foremost, uh, but I don't know. Why is CEH still on the team? Uh, well, I, I think with the injury to Pacheco, you need some sort of an insurance policy. And I think maybe the listen, the Chiefs used Pacheco, uh, uh, not Pacheco, Clyde Edwards a lot in the uh, opening drive. That, that was a little bit of a surprise to me. Um, I, I, I think the Chiefs still see some value in Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And maybe part of it is they don't want to give up on him because they drafted him in the first round. But um, I, I think it's just one of those situations where, you know, they're holding open maybe with a new role uh, on this team with Pacheco and McKinnon for now on the depth chart being ahead of CEH. Maybe, um, maybe CEH would do a little bit better in this role that he's possibly going to take with the Chiefs. Imagine if that was a Raiders Super Bowl play. Oh, boy. Well, here's what, what's crazy is the Saints. We haven't even talked about this. The Saints kind of screwed things up on that two-point conversion, but the Chiefs, you know, had to do a uh, hold my beer type of, type of moment. So, yeah, one really dumb play from the Saints and uh, a dumber play from the Chiefs. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that's called the preseason. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree, but a lot of learning today. Uh, Addy says we're still weeding things out. Yeah, everyone is. Everyone is. Uh, we need to fix. It's all good. It's all good in the hood. All good. Gary says preseason may not mean a thing, but that doesn't mean you just shit the bed for no reason. I Listen, I agree with it. And again, you know, I understand a lot of people are trying to, you know, not overreact and say it's just a preseason, but if the Chiefs ones looked great, and if the Chiefs close out the game better than they did uh, today, I think a lot of people would be, you know, somewhat happy and, and cheerful, right? Okay, maybe no one would be celebrating. So certainly, you don't see a parade downtown for this kind of thing. But um, at least the um, the reactions would be a complete one eighty, right? Um, I've always said this. People always do this. Like, you can't sit here and tell me, oh, it's just a preseason, and then say, uh, you know, if your team wins a preseason game and the ones look good, that you would react, like, differently with that. I mean, it is a preseason. Certain things I think you can make certain judgments about, like like field goal kicking. You know, is your field goal kicking going to be that much different in the regular season? No. No. Play calling, it's another one. And I think that play call right there, a lot of people certainly uh, are, uh, are criticizing. Yeah, William Williamina. I I think that's how you say your name. Yeah. We 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 all feel the same way. Let's see what other comments we got here. Uh <laughs> he had a 20.2 rating. I did not know that. What was um, Buchel's passer rating? 102.8. Okay, not bad, not bad. Um, I'm just reading some of you guys' comments here. So, uh, Why we tried to pass the ball instead of running? Yeah, I know, and we, we all feel the same way. Austin says Clyde should be traded. Realistically, what are you going to get in a, in a trade for Clyde Edwards-Alaire? I don't know what teams would offer even for him. Um, his availability is a big concern. I mean, it, it would be a third-day pick, which, you know, I, I'm not 
saying anything bad about third day picks. The Chiefs have found some great players in, in day three. The last couple of drafts, uh, uh, you look at um, guys like Jalen Watson, Isaiah Pacheco, Trey Smith. I just don't know what uh, you know if, if that's something that is worth it for for Ceh. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people uh, still talking about the um, the play call. Uh, Andrew, I don't know who said that. So I think you're referring to an earlier comment of mine. Uh, for, for those listening to the podcast version, he says, if you think we should be can, get off the bandwagon now and don't come back. I never said he should be can. What I'm saying is... If Andy Reid's had some bad moments in, in playoff games with the Chiefs, uh, even with Mahomes, but he gets a pass for those because he's Andy Reid. If that was Todd Haley or Herm Edwards or Romeo Cornell who make like this play call today, if that was any of those coaches I just mentioned and they do it in a playoff game, a lot of people are going to be calling for them to be fired. Um, I'm not, I never said anything about Andy Reid being fired. What I'm saying is, those kinds of things, uh, you know, Andy Reid's made those mistakes in the past. So we'll see. Uh, NM505, boy, I don't see your video. Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Well, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? What's on your mind? No, I'm just kind of disappointed in the end of the game. I mean, it's this poor decision. I think they should have just ran the ball. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people feel that way. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because I've been I've been saying this. Like, this is something that Andy Reid has done in, in, in the past, where he's gotten too cute with play calling, and it has hurt the Chiefs in a real game. Is that? Did you ever like think that, or do you ever feel a, a concern like that with Andy Reid? Somewhat, but then I kind of think about it. I mean, it's I know it's preseason, so a lot of things play a diff, uh, part in it. You know, it's just preseason, so it is what it is. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I'm just telling you that I love your show, man. I love everything you say. I mean, I'm still following from day one, so. I yeah, hope- man. I, you've been around for a while. I, I see your video now, so I recognize you. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. You have a good one. Thank you for having me on. All right. You, you too. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Let's go back. Uh, anyone else hoping we would see more from FAU? Dan says, yeah, he had the, he had the most snaps today, but we didn't really see, like, like what did he do? Uh, nothing. Uh, yeah, Josh makes a good point. 24 unanswered points. Good game. Uh, for sure. Not the way I want to, but plenty of good. Yeah. Again, some good, some bad in this one. Um, the 24 unanswered points. That's a good, that's a good point right there, Josh. And I kind of forgot about that, uh, probably because of the way the game ended, but, um, certainly, uh, uh, a, a good point there. Uh, I was hoping to be able to say that this is the Chiefs' second time coming back 17-0 against Derek Carr for the second time in 10 months. We could have at least said that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eric, a different Eric, says, not mad at the final play call. Mahomes would have ate or thrown it at their feet. But but see, that's my thing. Like, I don't even think that call, that play should even be called. I do agree with you. I think Mahomes would have been a little bit smarter about that with his experience. He would know what to do better than Ulatakun, but... Uh, you know, why is that be- call being played? It's almost like the um, the call where Travis Kelsey fumbled last year against the Bengals. Like, 
does Travis Kelsey take some responsibility for that? Yes. But even further, like, I think that I, that, like, that was a horrible play call. You had the lead on the road against the Bengals and you know, you're, you have a pet. And even Andy Reid admitted it after the game. He said, I could have maybe done something a little bit better to help our offense. Well, yeah, of course there was no need to throw the football like that, especially when you have to run. Look, I know it's not Andy Reid's MO to run, but Man, there are just some times where you run the ball. You, you let your 503 million quarterback take a backseat, just hand the ball off and let things happen. Um, I don't know. Um, that's just something I struggle with. We've had these bad play calls before. This is like today's not the first time. <laughs> Buchel beat Mahomes in college. Did he really? <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, let's see. Uh, if the Gary says, if the Gary, you're cracking me up today, man. If preseason doesn't matter, why keep score? Those risky play calls are for practice, not in a game. Um, OTA practices. Yeah, in training camp, you're obviously putting on pads, but do you think Justin Reed, I, again, you don't touch the quarterbacks. They have the bright colored jerseys for a reason. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco has that jersey right now for a reason. Uh, but do you think Justin Reed is going to lay the wood on Travis Kelsey? No. Like, that's his teammate right there. Do you think Justin Reed will gladly do that against any of these Saints players? Yeah, of course. Like, that's not a guy on his team. He's going to go out there and try to take their will uh, in those plays. Um, there are some things you still cannot do in practice that you can maybe do in a preseason game. Um, I will say this in general, though, like screen passes with the Chiefs, Andy Reid's history just have not been very good. Remember that blown lead against the Titans in the playoffs a few years ago where Mariota caught his own pass? Um, and I think they even showed that on uh, on uh, quarterback uh, Netflix's quarterback. Um, uh, I, I remember uh, watching that um, that game. I remember the Chiefs threw had like two, three, maybe even four straight play calls of like the same screenplay. Like, what are you doing? Why are you running the same play that many times in a row? Sammy Watkins threw it to Mahomes and got picked off playing the Falcons. Really? I do not recall this. Um, yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll look this up. Was this a preseason game? I do not recall that. Hold on. Sammy Watkins passed to Mahomes. I do not recall this. Okay, I see it. I see the play. Hold on. Let me make sure the volume is down. I don't want to. This had to have been a preseason game. I do not recall this in a regular season. I do remember the Chiefs. Hopefully there's no volume playing. No, uh, I do remember the Chiefs trying to uh, get the ball to Mahomes a couple of times, and they've just had some failed attempts. Uh, I know Tyree Kill once threw a pass that led to an interception. Travis Kelsey also threw like a really long pass against the Giants that led to a pick. I don't recall Sammy Watkins ever throwing the football, especially to Mahomes. And some of you guys were saying it was a fourth down play. Okay, the advertise is finally over. Let me, I'm watching this on NFL.com if it ever plays. Okay, against the Falcons. 
Oh, this was in 200. Oh, I remember this. I remember this. That was a shitty play call. Okay, I remember that now. Um, that was in 2020. was a weird year. <laughs> um, I exited out, but, but I, I think it was a blowout already anyway. So, Because um, that was where the Chiefs won every game except for one. In the regular season, uh, the last game they lost, it didn't matter because all the backups were playing. Even the Chargers played their backups. Uh, and then they lost in the Super Bowl to the Bucs. But <laughs> I completely forgot about that play. Uh, let's see. Let's read a few more here. You can be a Mark Sanchez, get dir- get a dirty Sanchez from a butt fumble. But other than that, not many QBs get hurt on a snake. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, why are so many people afraid? Like, Patrick Mahomes is tougher than just about every quarterback out there. Jalen Hurts was playing the back end of last season with a bad shoulder. Do you really think all of those sneaks they ran with him didn't add up really? Well, I mean, I never said that, Joe. Um, So I think there is such thing as running too many sneaks. Yeah, sure. Um, the Chiefs have been running that tight end sneak, obviously too much because the Saints were all over that, ready. Um, and props to the Saints. Um, whoever their defensive coordinator is, they were all over that and they were ready. Uh, oh, boy. Gary, man. Gary's not an Andy Reid fan whatsoever. Uh, let's see. Chris uh, Austin says Chris was definitely watching first team defense. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sure he was watching with a smile. I mean, not that he hates his teammates, but for his sake and what he's wanting right now, he he wants to he wants this is the, this is a case being made for him right now, right? How wouldn't it be? Pete says we need CJ nine five sign long term. Yeah. A lot of some people change their their stance on that. Jim says pay ninety five. Yep, people are uh, listen. Some people definitely have a, a a different stance. Some people, not everyone. I'm still kind of torn. Like I'm, I, I still stand by keeping your interior offensive line because if you do pay Chris Jones, it's um, they'll put you you in a, in a bind with the salary cap. Uh, what are the odds of you being able to keep? Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, and uh, Nick Bolton. Keep in mind, all three of those guys were non-first-round picks in the same draft class. So, you know, if you can keep that draft class together, uh, especially Creed and Trey, like those two have played very, very well together. They've obviously got some chemistry off the field together. Um, And that's just not something you want to break apart, especially in that offseason. You did everything to try to rebuild that entire offensive line. The only bad thing was Orlando Brown. You gave up, what was it, a first-round pick, I think, uh, to get Orlando Brown, and it just didn't pan out your way. Still ended up you know, going to five straight AFC title games. I know OBJ was not part of all of those uh, five titles, but uh, still you had a lot of success, more than most teams can say. And you know, I think the Chiefs certainly have somewhat of up there, which again isn't saying much because he led the NFL in pressures last year at the offensive tackle position. No McKinnon snaps. Yeah, I'm fine with that, Gwen. Uh, I mean, I would have liked to see a little bit of him just for the sake of you know him being a fan favorite and all. But um, yeah, I mean, at the, it's also not like anything anyone's going to lose sleep over too. 
possibly showing off CEH to other teams for a possible trade. Oh, that's a good point, Eli. I never really thought of that. Um, whether uh, the Chiefs might be hoping that Clyde Edwards-Lair would maybe thrive a little bit in the preseason to maybe as a potential trade partner. I don't I don't think he's going to get traded, though, because, uh, you know, I think you need him in case Pacheco uh, deals with a re-injury of any sort. Uh, Leah, I agree. Lu- Luis, I, I think I think the Chiefs will still go 15-2. and two. David says, why does everybody hate CEH except when he does good, he does decent? Um, you know, he just has not lived up to that first round draft pick status. And the availability, that's part like this. And that's just not within anyone's control. Yeah, sure. Maybe you can do some better conditioning and whatnot to take care of yourself, but it's not, it's not like he wants to get injured. Nobody does. Um, but he just has not played like an actual first round pick, which is where the chiefs drafted him. doesn't matter if it was number one overall or number 32, obviously it'd be a much different story if he was the number one pick and just was not playing well um and i think this is kind of a reason why you don't see a lot of running backs get taken early anymore uh yeah tim it is my opinion i mean you're i'm allowed to uh, this is my live stream dude like and listen you're allowed to comment or call in with your opinions as well Austin says, how many games did Herman, Romeo, and Haley win combined? Uh, Herm won nine his first year, four his second, two in his third. Romeo won two as an interim and then two as a full-time head coach. Haley won four, ten, and then he got fired in his third season. I, I don't I don't know what the Chiefs record was. I think he won five games. So, yeah, I mean, I was not adding up in my head, so you can do the math there. Robert says the name of the game in the preseason is C progression. Week one preseason problems are inevitable. Let's focus on improvements and comparing next week to this one. Yeah. And listen, I, I think part of the coaching, uh, the, the coaching staff, their job is to uh, listen. Charlie Weiss uh, once said, I remember um, KU, so maybe not the greatest of examples here, but KU won their first game of the season in Charlie Weiss's first year. That was that, that was the only game KU won that year. Um and I asked Charlie Weiss once, you know, how, how did the players feel coming into to practice after that first game? And he had a really funny answer. He said, the players were all, you know, pretty happy because they, they, they won that first game. But we hit them with a bunch of stuff they need to improve on. And that immediately changed their mood, um, which, you know, that's what you're supposed to do as a coach. Um, you know, like, OK, the AFC championship game. Obviously, that was a crazy game that came down to the wire that the Chiefs won. But you don't just celebrate and say, hey, you're going to the Super Bowl. That AFC Championship, there there were also a lot of bad things the Chiefs did that you have to improve on. Um, and that's part of the coaching staff's job is to find all those errors and problems and find a way to improve on those. I mean, that, that's, that's what coaches do. A lot of bandwagons leave once teams have had a bad season. Sadly, that won't happen until Mahomes is retired. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a little bit, Leroy. Let me guess. You've never played football. Why are you talking? I know that I know those comments are coming. Uh, I, I get them every once in a while. It, it's great. It's also coming from people who've never played football either, which is always great. The call is irrelevant because it's an exhibition game today. So, the so Chiefs fans, we can laugh. I don't know if we're laughing, Nicholas. I mean, that, that was you know, you still don't want to look like that. Doesn't matter if you're 
if it's a playoff game or a preseason game. That's just not anything you ever want to see. Obviously, there would be far more outrage if this was uh, if this was a play in January or February. Andy has been to so many NFC and AFC championships. He's a winning coach, so I trust and believe in him. That's why he gets a pass. Uh, same with Belichick in New England. Yeah, I get that, Austin. I do. It's just you know. Um, and again, I, I in response to the uh, earlier comment, I never said anything about canning Andy Reid, so I don't know where that comment came from. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, if that happened in a playoff game, and that was one of those other coaches that we had in recent memory, like Herm uh, Rack or, or or Todd Haley, um, there there would be hell to pay. Like, let's let's just be honest. Um, that's just the way people would react. Uh, Eric says, I have deep-dived into quarterbacks since Croyle and since Russell for the Raiders. Jamarcus Russell, oh, Jesus Christ, that name. Uh, I saw a Jamarcus Russell jersey in Vegas not too long ago. Uh, you just never really know how any player will be on an NFL level. Yeah, especially when the expectations are high. Like, I know uh, Brody Crowell was not a first-round pick, but Herm Edwards had a lot of good things to say about him. Like he was basically touting him to be the franchise quarterback for a very long time. Yeah, Gwen, this is a good point. Someone else mentioned this too. You said they have Matthew. They also have Saunders, Colin Saunders. So they kind of had some intel on that kind of thing. They they were ready for that stuff. 100%. That's a great point. Um, players do and- – Travis Kelsey's talked about this where, you know, players throw out ideas too. It's not just the coaches. And it obviously depends on the team. Some teams might not want to even hear from their players, all this kind of thing. But, you know, if you're um, if you're Tyron Matthew, who a lot of people respect in Arizona, here in KC, and I, I'm sure his teammates in New Orleans uh, have the same respect for him. If he's got something to say, you know, it, you, it is time to open your ears up and listen. And I'm sure – Matthew uh, said, hey, look, I've, I've been there. I know uh, what they're going to do in certain situations. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, Joshua says, Kikoa Crawford and Nico Remigio stood out to me. Yeah, they, they, they did pretty well. Wide receiver, the backup wide receivers were pretty good today. I, I like what I saw from them. So it's going to be interesting to see who's going to be that number six or number seven receiver for the team. Justin Ross played well. Richie James. I don't think Richie James is going to be like on the bubble or anything like that, but he's a newcomer that played really well. Um, Crawford went in there, had a couple of uh, nice catches, obviously saw the end zone too. Um, Justin Ross got involved again, his first football game in almost two years. And uh, he was able to find the end zone, which was really cool for him. And obviously there's so much hype for him. Um, so he, he, a lot of people are, are keeping a very close eye on him. <sighs> More comments criticizing the final play. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, he did, Joshua. Yeah, Connor played pretty well. He had that first sack. How many sacks did the Chiefs have? They had three in the first half. Uh, let's see. They finished with – oh, they finished with three. Oh, those were the only sacks of the game. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't recall any sacks in the second half. Eric says, as many times as Andy Reid has made a bad call, he's made big calls that only he would make. One that comes to mind is the game against the Browns when Henny threw it to Hill on fourth and one. Yeah, that's a good point, Eric. Hey, listen, he's he's had some of those. And look, I guess when you've been coaching for as long as Andy Reid has, you'll have some 
some good moments and some bad moments. Like look at Bill Self. He's been coaching a very long time. He's been in, at KU for 19 years now, I think. 18, 19? So it's almost two decades. So Bill Self, he's won a couple of championships. He's also had some first-round exits, some humiliating first-round exits. When you coach for as long as Andy Reid or Bill Belichick or Bill Self in any sport, yeah, you're going to have your great moments, and you're also going to have a lot of bad moments too. So that'll happen. Uh, Eric says, CEH hesitates too much instead of shooting the gap. It's like Bell hesitating and going, but Clyde does not know which gap he wants to go to at times. Yeah, I think that's kind of a fair criticism. You know, here, boy, the CEH hate, man, is on tonight. Uh, Kevin says, CEH is like watching paint dry. That dude is super slow. Um, Joe says, don't break the bank paying Chris Jones. You're going to have bigger needs that offensive tackle and receiver. Best defense is a dominant offense. Look, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you completely, Joe. It's just, yeah, listen, look at 2018. That was Patrick's first year starting. Uh, essentially that was like a red shirt rookie year for him. He had a 31st-ranked defense. Bob Sutton was a defensive coordinator. I know they co-led the NFL in sacks, but they also played like shit so many times that year. Look what happened. They were essentially an offsides away from a Super Bowl, an overtime away from a Super Bowl. Um, and then listen, listen, maybe in the first half, if the Chiefs weren't shut out in that game, uh, or if Travis Kelsey doesn't drop a pass on third down, if Tyreek Hill doesn't run backwards on that punt return, which also led to a penalty, that pretty much backed him up in their own goal line, and they went three and out. You know, if one of those things go differently, um, the Chiefs probably win that football game. I know a lot of people just want to point the finger at D. Ford, and listen, I don't agree with that. I, I, I understand it was such a huge fumble, um, figuratively, not literally, um, in, in a big stage that people just remember that when they think of D Ford. And I, I don't think that's fair. Um, I was listening on Sirius XM NFL radio and they brought up Joseph Osai. Obviously Chiefs fans know who Joseph Osai is. And on the, um, uh, I, I can't remember who was, I think it was Jim Miller and Pat Kerman. I think they were talking about it. They said, look, yeah, Joseph Osai, he balled out last year for the Bengals on defense, but Everyone remembers him for that late hit on Patrick Mahomes. Like, you know, people always remember uh, the big moments, good or bad, in the waning stages of a game. I don't think that's fair. Because, um, yeah, Joseph Azai did have a good year for the Bengals last year. D. Ford, that year where he did commit the offsides penalty in such a in, a... in a moment where Brady throws an interception and you think you beat the, uh, the, the GOAT um, in that situation, uh, it, it, you know, I, I just don't think it's fair to judge players on one bad snap. You know, I, I just don't think that's fair. Uh, Nathan says, you're definitely right about Mahomes being one of the toughest quarterbacks in the league. He led us to a Super Bowl basically. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that guy won you playoff games with all these injuries. Even the year uh, where he did get hurt, he, he I mean, he was dealing with so many injuries that year. Uh, let's go back to the calls. Diego, I see you. What's going on, Diego? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Good, man. What's on your mind? Hey, 
And uh, all I can say is I feel like Ola Dukin was, he played really bad. All right. Uh, I'm having a hard time hearing you. The audio is a little muffled. Can you speak up a little bit or, or maybe close to the camera? Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like Ola Dukin played really bad. Okay. So I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. You said you liked Ola Dukin or you don't? Oh, you don't. Okay, why is that? I feel like he played really bad. I don't think I don't think he played to his full potential. Okay. Yeah, I understand. I mean, listen, he didn't have a great game. He was five of twelve. Yeah, he had that really cool run that set up the field goal to be up by seven points. Um, and listen, understand something here. Like I, I try not to be too critical of players we see in the fourth quarter because listen, there's a reason why he's a fourth string running back, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I feel like he, he, I don't know what his issue was, but it's just he, he wasn't getting the reads right. Yeah, yeah. And again, there was a comment earlier, like people were talking about that uh, that screen pass. You know, if that was Patrick Mahomes, he would have had better judgment about that situation. Maybe. And I, listen, I'll defend him a little bit because on a screenplay, there's a lot happening. Offensive linemen are moving away. They're not protecting the quarterback. So you, you got to be very quick. But even then, it's like, you know, they shouldn't. that play should have never been called in the first place. And I do agree with some of the uh, some of the CEA takes. Two point three yards and a carry was very bad, very bad. Yeah, I I I think this is his last year. I really do. Yeah, I think I think he's out of here, and and I just want to say I appreciate you for all the coverage. And I'm from Las Vegas, so I. I'd like to hear you a lot. Okay, man. I appreciate it. Much love. To, there are a lot of people who, who follow the page from Vegas, so that's pretty cool. Uh, that's good to hear, man. All right. Well, keep wrapping the Chiefs in, in, in Vegas, Diego. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. All right. Take care, man. Yes, or LA, wherever, or another country. Um, I know some people were coming, commenting about that in the uh, in the chat earlier. Uh, let's see. We'll read. Uh, how far behind am I in the comments? Yeah, I'm behind. I'm, I'm, I'm catching up, though. I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, more people criticizing the, the play call. Uh, I enjoy when there are more than a select few former Chiefs players on a team. It makes things more enjoyable using other teams in Madden. Yeah. I, I can't imagine like Madden being as good anymore for the Chiefs because you don't have Tyreek Hill, no Michael Hardman. I mean, I don't know what the speed is for all like the receivers we have now, but it, it can't be as fun. Like I remember throwing to Tyreek Hill even with Alex Smith. It, it, it was just like no one could stop that. Nobody. You know who was really fun to use? Um, uh, God, what's his name? He converted from quarterback to receiver Terrell Pryor. I don't know if you guys remember this, but the Chiefs signed Terrell Pryor after the 2014 season to an offseason deal. And because they signed him right before the Super Bowl, that that was like the cutoff line for uh, Madden doing uh, updates. So I would always take out Alex Smith and I would put Terrell Pryor as my starting quarterback in Madden online games. Man, I just had I just basically went Michael Vick on everybody's ass. Like, no one could stop uh, Terrell Pryor in Madden. Um, 
And then you just do short passes to, to Jamal Charles, Travis Kelsey. Where I don't think Travis Kelsey was good at the time, but still, that's kind of how you, how you survived, how you won your games. Uh, Danny Shelton is going to be utilized like the Ontario Poe. Yeah, that comparison has already been out there in the past, Eric. Um, my, I've always been very curious. Danny Shelton is huge. That dude's a big guy. So I'm excited to see what he does in um, in some games for us. Um, I think this guy is going to make the 53. I do. Let me let me Google that. Uh, how many players on a team? Is it? Did they change it or? Okay, it's still 53. Because I know they've been talking about 56. I don't know if they've already decided that or not, but I, I know that's like a, a thing that people are just kind of waiting on. Uh, David says, what about Jerry on Ely? How do you think he did? Yeah, Jerry on Ely, I don't, I mean, he, he really didn't do a whole lot. The running backs in general, I wasn't really too crazy about. I know the yard per carry average is pretty high, probably because of that uh, that run from Ulato Kuhn. Um, Perry N didn't do too bad. Uh, Ely only had one, one run. How many did he catch? Yeah. Ely didn't even do much in this game. And I know they, they noted, Oh yeah. He had two for 10 yards, uh, was targeted four times though. Um, they mentioned on the broadcast, he's listed as both a running back and a receiver. He's kind of gone back and forth with those positions. So yeah, I, I don't know what the chiefs plans are with him in the, um, in this preseason, Nicholas says the reason why I'm laughing or would because it's preseason. I know Casey, especially Mahomes, is smarter, gonna be much more smarter. It was our possible fourth option QB. I understand what you're saying. I look at it like it doesn't matter because the ball is gonna be in better hands, I believe, anyways. Yeah. A lot of people have different stances on that. No, man, a lot of people don't like a lot of Kuhn. Listen, he's a fourth-string quarterback, so CEH chose to be at a fashion show then with the team during the Super Bowl parade. Yeah, I don't know if that was like the only fashion show or what what, what was that? It was like some modeling event. Uh, I mean, was that like the only one? You don't get many Super Bowl parades in your life. You just don't. I know, I think Willie Gay also opted out because it was his birthday and he chose to spend it with his family. Um, you know, I listen, you're you're a football player. Do you know how many off days you get like consecutively? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's their life, not mine. Chris Conley just caught a pass for the 49ers across the field. Man, I'm so bummed out it just didn't work out in Kansas City. I know he came back uh, as like a practice squad player, but man, he had some serious potential, and it's just unfortunate he didn't um he didn't live up to the expectations. Yeah. Just maybe one or two times, Matt. Maybe one or two times. Yeah, me too, Lewis. Uh, I, I'm glad we have Pacheco McKenna too. I said, you know, last summer, uh, last year, I, I said, I would love to see a one-two duo with Pacheco and McKinnon. And that ended up going very well for Kansas City. I lost confidence in CEH when he when his fumble lost that Baltimore game. Yeah, I remember that. That was a week two Sunday night game. Um, yeah, you can't do that. Um, 
But again, you know, I'm not going to judge a guy just on one snap. Listen, Mahomes has thrown, just like last year, against the Colts and against the Bills. With the game on the line, Mahomes threw, threw interceptions. Um, now, I, I'm not saying, you know, let's let's treat um, them the same. I, I just think in general, you know, I like to look at a person's body of work. I don't like to judge a player off one snap. Um, I know you mentioned the, the the fumble against Baltimore. You know, I don't think that ever was the deciding factor as to whether or not Clyde Edwards-Alaire was a bust. I don't think so. Yeah, and by the way, to the comment earlier, uh, uh, it says that he's averaging four yards a carry. Yes, he is. But, you know, he's not really a flashy running back. Um, and his availability, unfortunately, has been uh, a problem. Uh, kind of like what I was saying about D Ford and Joseph Osai. Like, people are just judging them on, on one play, and I don't think that's fair. It's more conservative ball now with the Chiefs on Madden. Uh, probably because you got Pacheco. No, uh, who's who's like the fastest player on Madden for the Chiefs? I'd love to know that. Yeah, Carrion. That's good. <laughs> Prior number two for the Raiders at QB, then transition to a wide receiver. I, I thought it was with Washington for some reason. I remember him scrambling 90 plus yards. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, 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 you got it. Okay, that's what you meant. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I got, but thanks. I'll take it. Uh, Joshua says, we just didn't come out well in this game. Jones' absence hurt us today. I agree. Uh, plus, two former Chiefs on things didn't help. Yeah, we've already addressed that earlier. They kind of had a little bit of intel, some inside sources, so to say. Niang and Bell need to go. You know, I really, really liked Lucas Niang in 2021. Um, I wish he would have played last year instead of Andrew Wiley at right tackle, but we just never saw him. Um, Andy Reid kept saying he's close, but we never we never saw that. So I, I hope he stays. I know um, the Chiefs have been drafting some guys uh, at the offensive line, so I don't know what that means entirely for Lucas Niang and his future, but I hope he really um, – I hope he, I, I hope he gets a chance. Yeah, no, I agree, David. All, all players do. Oh, 2016, Eric. Okay. All right, that's good to know. I didn't know that. Dan says McKinnon had nine touchdowns last year. Do you think he could actually top that this year, continuing to defy his age? I know so many people keep bringing up his age. Um, I'm glad you asked this, Dan. Um, to me, it's like, you know, you kind of forget. What is he, 32 years old? Let me look that up. Because he's been with San Francisco. He's been with Minnesota. He's been around a long time. He's 31 right now. When does he turn 32? He turns 32 in, in May. So he'll be 31 this year. Um, that's not necessarily young, but it's not necessarily old either. Uh, and you kind of forget that he's at that age with the way he's playing too. Um, what if McKinnon played far more snaps? Um, you know, what kind of a running back would he be then? Uh, I mean, the guy won AFC Offensive Player of the Month. Like, that's a huge deal. Uh, people were thrilled for him when he won that. MVS with a 95 speed. Okay. I don't think that's a surprising one, but that's good. 
I'd probably throw to him more in Madden. Um, I, I don't play sports video games much. Here's what I hate so much about Madden. If you got the ball first and you score a touchdown, so many people would just quit. Like, why, man? You have to give someone, like, it's the first quarter. Come on. I also loved in Madden, whenever I would use the Chiefs uh, with, with Mahomes, people are like, oh, you're a bandwagon. No, I've always used the Chiefs, buddy. Like, maybe one or two times I would use another team. I mean, who didn't who didn't use um, the the Falcons when Michael Vick was there, or when he was with the Eagles, or Vince Young, right? Because anytime you can run, that's always a good way to beat a defense in Madden. Uh, all right, I'm caught up on the comments here, so I'm going to wrap things up soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, Gary. We're about to wrap things up anyway. I'll give Eric the last word here. McKinnon had been resting a lot. He's not as beat up as Melvin Gordon or Todd Gurley. Yeah, and, and again, that's part of it. Like, we don't see much of McKinnon in preseason games. We don't see much of him in early regular season games either. The past two years, we've seen him come alive in the second half of the, of the regular season and in the playoffs. That's where he's really uh, served well for the Chiefs, and I think that's something that – the Chiefs are going to try to do again. Uh, now with um, uh, Pacheco's injury, um, if again, you know, you got to be cautious and be ready. If he does suffer another injury, do you try to prepare for that? And maybe McKinnon plays more than expected. I don't know. Um, or maybe do you let Clyde Edwards alert go back to a starting role? Do you let the Eric Prince play a little, little more? Uh, not sure. So we'll see what they do. You, you kind of have to be ready for a lot of different things there, but Hopefully they they stay healthy. Hopefully hopefully they do because that running back core is very very good. They can do a lot of dangerous things. Um, so I hope uh, I hope they uh, definitely keep uh, keep that going. All right, we're gonna wrap things up here. Thank you guys so much for watching the live stream on Facebook and on YouTube. For those of you that did not watch live for those of you who listen to the podcast version thank you guys for doing so that is greatly appreciated i do want to give you guys a quick reminder monday night eight o'clock central time jason dunn former chiefs tight end of the kansas city chiefs uh former chiefs tight end of the kansas city chiefs yeah i'm repeating myself there former chiefs tight end is going to be joining us monday night eight o'clock so hopefully you guys uh can Tune in live. If not, we'll obviously put it on the podcast. But Jason will join me live. A lot of things we will talk about. We'll definitely talk about uh, the Chiefs right now and get his thoughts and everything going on. Uh, he played with a tight end goat. He's watching a tight end goat right now. We'll get his thoughts on Kelsey versus Gonzalez, and I'll maybe ask him who he thinks is better. Probably would not appreciate that question. And I'll also ask him, I know Jason Dunn has been doing a lot of coaching as well. I'd love for his thoughts on the whole Eric Bieniemy thing because I think it's very interesting. Just the amount of criticism Eric Bieniemy keeps running into, and maybe that's playing a role in him not getting a head coaching job. So, We'll talk about all of that and much more with Jason Dunn. Again, that is tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Also, got to give a big shout-out to our sponsor. First one is SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek.com. Use my promo code FARZINE. You can get $20 off whatever you want to – wherever you want to go. Got tickets you want? You want to see a football game? You want to attend a concert? You want to attend a comedy show? You want to attend a Broadway show? If it's on SeatGeek and you can buy those tickets – 
Use the promo code Farzine, F-A-R-Z-I-N, for $20 off. This is good for first-time SeatGeek customers only. So go to SeatGeek.com, and if you've never purchased from them before, you got a gift here with my promo code. It's a $20 gift, essentially. $20 gift card, essentially. So use that. Use that promo code. Also, go to Manscaped.com. And I'll tell you what, they've got some great products there. They got the lawnmower 4.0, the weed whacker, uh, so so many great products there. And these are pretty pricey. Uh, these are some of the best. I've used some other products before in the past. And I'll tell you what, they do not compare to Manscaped. They just don't. Manscaped's got really some of the best technology here. Skin safe technology. Gentlemen, we obviously got to groom ourselves below the belt there. They have skin safe technology, and this damn near guarantees that you do not have any of those accidental cuts. Doesn't guarantee it fully, but damn near close to it. You definitely reduce your odds of below the waist accidental cuts uh, with their skin safe technology. And in my opinion, that is a top five invention that this planet has ever seen. Trust me, if you guys use it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So go to Manscaped. Get yourself the lawnmower 4.0. That's my favorite product from them. But before you make your purchase, use the promo code FARZINE20 because you will get 20% off and free shipping. And not just that, they've got a summer sale going on. So that's another 20% you can save. So in addition to their summer sale, which is 20% off, you can use my promo code, get another 20% off and free shipping. You cannot beat that. So go to manscapes.com. And take advantage of that. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap things up here. Appreciate you guys taking the time to watch this live stream. It's just a preseason. Got some things to work on. But I think the Chiefs will uh, figure it out by the time it's all said and done. And uh, before we get ready to play the Lions in week one on September the 7th. All right. I'm out of here. My name is Farzine Vesugian. Again, a reminder, Jason Dunn will join the podcast Monday night at 8 p.m. So please make sure you guys tune in live for that on the Facebook page and on YouTube as well. You guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Talk to you tomorrow. Take care.